0: This week on I Watch This as an Adult Movie Reviews, I'll be reviewing the Netflix comedy You People, and also the 1994 sports comedy D2 The Mighty Ducks. All this and more on I Watch This as an Adult Movie Reviews. It is so nice to meet you guys. What's going on? Tell me about life. How are you? How's work? You want to marry my daughter? Yes. Yes, I do. So do you hang out in the hood all the time, or do you just come up here for our food and women? It's a valid question. It is. What's the difference between me and you? If Amir and I had a baby, it would be a very nice baby. mixed race people are really awesome. You know, you have, like, Mariah and Derek Jeter, and then, of course, you have the, the goat. The goat? The greatest of all time. Yeah, I know what it means, but who are you referring to? Our guy, the legend, Malcolm X. What in the mother? What's the difference between me and you? And she's not pregnant, because we don't even do that much stuff. She's not approved. She knows her way around it, and that's, <laughs> that, and I respect, and then what I'm saying is I love your daughter, and I would make a good husband. Ain't this about the bitch. Where's our waiter? I am starving. What's the difference between me and you? You talk a good one, but you don't do what you supposed to do Hello, and welcome to I Watch This as an Adult Movie Reviews. I'm your host, Mikkel Ford. As you heard from the trailer, I am going to talk about the Netflix comedy movie that recently came out called You People, starring Jonah Hill and Eddie Murphy. Uh, Let's get into the movie. This movie was written and directed by Kenya Barris, and you can tell because his trademark bouncy humor is all over this movie from the beginning. Uh, even the, at the beginning, like bouncy humor, bouncy humor, bouncy humor. Um, like I said, this movie stars uh, Jonah Hill and uh, Lauren London as star-crossed, as star-crossed interracial lovers who are trying to navigate the differences between their families. Jonah's uh, Jewish upbringing by his parents played by Julia Louis-Dreyfus and David Duchovny. And Lauren's Muslim upbringing. By her parents played by Eddie Murphy and Nia Long. Uh, this movie falls flat for me for the most part. Like, and the main problem for me is the trademark Kenya Bears bouncy humor. Which that, that works fine on a 30 minute sitcom like blackish. But it falls flat here because this movie doesn't give jokes enough time to breathe. It's like, it's say joke, then follow it up with another joke before you're able to process the first joke. It's like, it's, it, it, like this movie doesn't give you, like this movie is two hours by the way. This movie is two hours and it doesn't give you enough time to process All the jokes—it's just like, oh, I'm gonna say something funny, and then you're gonna say something funny, and now I'm gonna say something funny again, and then we're gonna say something funny, and then we're gonna say something funny, 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 funny." and it doesn't—it doesn't give—it doesn't give the movie enough time to breathe. You don't get the process, the jokes. You don't get the process, the story. I think that's—I think that's where this movie falls flat. Thank God for Eddie Murphy, (laughs) like. Thank God for Eddie Murphy because he is the MVP of this movie. Like every time he's on screen, he makes the movie better. And like he does his own thing, he does his own thing. It's almost like it's almost like he didn't read the script and he just ad libbed everything. Like, which in this case is okay because he makes it funny. Like he like I said, like, Murphy Murphy's a true comedy pro, it was like, he it was like, he gives, he, 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 he has space in between his jokes, he's not just like, cause Jonah Hill Jonah Hill is the, Jonah Hill is the main uh, he's the main suspect, you might say, he's the main suspect of this and, like, it's just joke after joke after joke after joke after joke after joke, after joke. it's just like, oh it's not funny. I'ma say something else. He's like a dude at open mic. That's not funny. Like I'm just gonna keep saying. I'm just gonna keep saying jokes. Keep saying jokes. Keep saying jokes until y'all laugh. And it's like I ain't laughing. The shit ain't funny, yo. <laughs> you know. What? But Eddie Murphy, true comedy pro. Like he tells a joke, lets you sit in that joke. The other per the other people talk. You know. And he says another joke, you know, lets it sit, let's it marinate for a little bit. Like he's not rushing, he's not rushing his comedy. And like that's the that's the that's the mark of a true comedy master. You know, like a lot of people forgot that a lot of people forgot that Eddie Murphy is a is a true pro at this shit. Cause he hasn't done like stand-up comedy in like 35 years and he hasn't been in a lot of uh funny comedy movies, but in the past, like, what, 20 years, but, you know, but he's a true pro at this shit, like, he's, he's showing you guys, I think he, I think what happened with him was, like, he got burned out, like, when you've been working for, like, four, for, like, uh, 25 years straight, you know, you get burnt out, you know, he's been, like, he's been on top since, like, 1982, You know, like, if you're working from 1982, he took a sabbatical. Uh, I think the last thing he did was, um... I'm trying to remember when he came back. Because, like, he's been gone for a while. I want to say he he was gone for a good 10 years. I want to say, like, we hadn't seen Eddie Murphy in 10 years. Because he explained it. He said, like, he was, like, he was sitting in his house. You know? (laughs) He explained, he was like, I was just... Sitting in my house, like, uh, watching TV all day for 10 years. (laughs) I think, I think that's what he explained when he had that, he was doing that, uh, interview with Jerry Seinfeld, where Jerry Seinfeld was interviewing him, uh, for, uh, comedians getting cars, getting coffee in cars, or whatever the fuck that show is called. But yeah, man, he was gone for a while. And I think that him taking that long sabbatical re-energized him like he's good again like he's fucking hilarious in this movie he, he is the he is the best part of this movie um um yeah but uh but yeah like i say he he is the best part of this movie uh, there's also a lot of there's also a lot of feet in this movie that's what i wanted to talk about there's a lot of feet in this movie that i noticed Like for a second, I thought I was watching a uh, Quentin Tarantino movie. Oh, this has got to be his. This is probably his favorite movie of the year so far (laughs) because it's got like everything he likes. It's got the main three things he likes: black girls, feet, and n-word. You know, like he loves he loves the n-word. We know that, and he loves feet. You know, (laughs) and he loves black women. like this this is this has got to be. His favorite movie of all this has gotta be his favorite movie of all time now. Nah. He was like everything else pales in comparison to, to to you people. It's a it's a it's a masterpiece. Um Jonah Hill and Lauren London have no chemistry whatsoever in this movie. Like they have no chemistry. <laughs> like Jonah Hill is trying to force the chemistry, but it's not working. Like he's trying to be a professional actor and trying to force the chemistry and trying to give something for Lauren London to, to play off of. But she ain't having it. Like she ain't she ain't feeling it, you know? And if you don't know Lauren London's dating history in real life, like she liked them thugs. Like she liked thugs. Uh, she was in a relationship with little Wayne. And she was also uh, the Nipsey Hussle's uh, fiance before he passed away. You know, so she 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 wasn't even she wasn't even trying with Jonah. Like she wasn't feeling Jonah at all. You like it it shows in the performance. It shows in the performance that she wasn't like she wasn't she wasn't losing herself in the role is what I'm saying, and I know she, I think she hasn't, she hasn't acted in a while, but she wasn't losing herself, she wasn't losing herself in this role, and you could tell, like, she was just like, she was just looking at Jonah Hill, and she was just like, nah, (laughs) you know, (laughs) she was, she was trying to give something, but it just wasn't showing, she was just like, nah, me and Jonah Hill, hell nah <laughs> and you can see it on screen you can see it on screen that she was not feeling Jonah Hill and I don't even think they kissed in this movie I, I might have missed something but I don't think they kissed not once in this movie it's supposed to be a romantic comedy and they didn't kiss not once they didn't kiss they didn't get intimate with each other cause the movie's rated R oh, they didn't get intimate with each other, they wasn't like, you know, like, there was no intimacy between the two of them, and it was just like, it was just like, she was, that's how much she was not feeling Jonah Hill, you know, (laughs) oh, oh, god, man, man, this, this movie's kind of weak, there's not much else to say about it, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a run-of-the-mill romantic comedy, that's, romantic comedy that's trying to be edgy, it's trying its best to be edgy, but it's just yeah. You know, it's 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 real mid. It's real dull. Um Eddie Murphy, like I said, Eddie Murphy is the saving grace of this movie. The couple the, the couple minutes that Mike Epps is in here, he's the saving grace of this movie. Mike Epps is hilarious for like the three minutes he's in <laughs> he's in the movie. Uh but other than that, like you can skip this movie. Like, I give it a two out of five. I give it a 2 out of 5 I will be back With my review Of D2 The Mighty Ducks Right after these messages From Walt Disney Pictures Coach Gordon Bombay Nice haircut, don't you lose a back? Is back with the Mighty Ducks oh, no. Haven't you guys been training in the off season? I knew we forgot something now, he's trying to do the impossible. Only you could teach them to fly. And turn them into world champions. You think hockey's just a bunch of guys trying to knock a puck into a net with a stick. Isn't it? I say so. Emilio Estevez, D2, The Mighty Ducks are back. Rated PG. Starts Friday, March 25th. And welcome back to the show. D2: The Mighty Ducks from 1994. Let's get to the technical, shall we? This movie was directed by Sam Wiseman and written by Stephen Brill. The box office for this movie was $45.6 million. And it has a Rotten Tomato score of 21%. Now let's get into the, how I saw this movie as a kid. I saw this movie on the Disney Channel. I remember seeing this movie on the Disney Channel. This is back when the Disney Channel was still a premium channel. Uh, Yeah, at one point, you you had to pay for the Disney Channel. (laughs) At one point. (laughs) I believe it stopped being a paid service in, like, 1997. I want to say around, like, 96, 97. I want to say it stopped being a paid service which is around the time that, like, it started, like, being, they started, like, catering towards, uh, pre-teens, uh, because, like, before that, they would show things, like, they would show, like, Fleetwood Mac concerts and, uh, shows, like, Avalon, even I don't know what Avalon is, like, Avalon was, like, the Downton Abbey of the early 90s, it was, like, the Bridgerton of the early 90s, (laughs) you know, like, that was Avalon, uh, sometimes that show feels like a fever dream, I'm, trying to remember if it even existed I remember it uh, I was a goddamn toddler <laughs> you know like when I would see the commercials for it so like I kinda remember it and kinda don't I was like either, like full five years old when I started seeing those um, commercials I was very young I was preschool age let's just say, I was preschool age when when that show was on and so like my little preschool brain I'm trying to go back to my little preschool brain to, to, to even recognize if that show even really existed but I remember it kind of vaguely and that's what I kind of remember about it I look at shows like Bridgerton and Downtown Abbey and I'm like that's what that was um, but anyway we're not talking about Avalon we're talking about the Mighty Ducks uh, <laughs> but I remember seeing uh D2 and thinking this is uh better than the first one I remember seeing I remember saying that. Uh, But let's see how I feel about this movie as an adult. This movie kind of starts off like the first one. (laughs) We get flashbacks of Gordon Bambay's life in hockey. Apparently, after the first movie, he starts playing minor league hockey. But he has to quit because he gets a a career-ending knee injury. So uh, Gordon goes back home to Minnesota to uh, pick up the pieces of his life we get a couple of character changes in this movie, like Hans does not return for the sequel, instead we get his brother John, like Hans and John, (laughs) you know, (laughs) so like, they, they, they give a quick explanation why Hans isn't there, John is like, John is like, oh, he went back to the old country. He went to to see Armada or something like that, you know? <laughs> oh shit! Joshua Jackson is back as Charlie, the main kid that Gordon had a, had a bond with, mainly because he was smashing his mom in the first movie. But and, which his mom is not in this movie, by the way. Like they explain a way that she got remarried and her and uh, Gordon broke up. And, but like he's still cool with Charlie, so like <laughs> that's that. So this uh this business guy comes up to Gordon and uh, offers him a proposal to uh, coach Team USA for the Junior Goodwill Games. So Gordon accepts the proposal and he just starts rounding up the Mighty Ducks. Uh, getting the getting the Ducks back together is a fun scene. I love that scene because it's been two years since we've seen them. So it's like fun to see these characters assemble again. A good amount of them don't come back. Uh, but they brought back like the, they brought back like the most important ones. So you don't even notice that the the other ones are gone and they get replaced with new kids. So you're <laughs> like it's like they kind of fix a lot of the mistakes in the first one, especially with the kids like they bring back the kids With personality. And they bring in new kids. With personality. And this movie like. Focuses more on the kids. More than the first movie did. Uh, The first. Because like the first movie was more about Gordon. And like the kids were in the background. Because like the movie was supposed to be a morality play. There was. Like the movie was supposed to be about Gordon. Becoming a better man. Because like he was just stuck up. Asshole lawyer. And like it was like supposed to be like the kids made him a better man and made him a better leader and everything. So that's what the so that's why the first movie kind of focused more on Gordon than the kids. But here the kids are front and center. And like they it kind of makes it a better movie that the kids are front and center. And it makes it a more I think it makes it a more palatable movie for kids. Like this one because the first Mighty Ducks movie is pretty fucking serious, like, I remember, I remember uh, reviewing that movie, like, what, a year or so ago, like, two years or a year ago, and I remember saying, damn, like, this movie, pretty fucking heavy, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I remember saying, like, I'm like, this movie's pretty heavy, but this one, this one's a little bit more lighthearted. like, I think they realized, they're like, oh, we need to wrangle in kids, so let's, focus on the kids more, than we focus on, uh, Gordon, uh, so, like, I think that kind of makes it a better movie, and it makes it more palatable for kids, uh, we also meet, uh, Gordon's new love interest, I mean, the kid's tutor, you know, <laughs> uh, Ms. McKay, uh, she's forgettable, like, she doesn't even really matter, she's just a, you run run-of-the-mill 90s white woman, you know, <laughs> like, just, just just dry and blah. She just she just doesn't matter. Uh, but the ducks go to LA to compete in the Junior Goodwill games where they are just like blowing out all these teams. Just blowing these these teams off. Like just pause. Uh, just blowing these teams out the water. I keep saying blowing. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, uh Keenan Thompson shows up he shows up at the games to, like, antagonize Jesse. Jesse is the, uh, black kid on the team. Uh, he uh, antagonizes him for some reason. Like, more on, more on that later. Uh, some of these teams are pretty funny. I'm not gonna lie. Some of the teams that they play are pretty funny. Like, they play a team from Trinidad. Like, which confused the fuck out of me. I was like, nah, where In Trinidad, will they ever find a place cold enough to play hockey? Like, tell me, where are they going to do this shit? Like, I guess, like, Jamaica had a bobsled team, so Trinidad could have a hockey team, I guess, you know, but what the fuck? I don't know. But then we meet uh, the evil team of the movie. There's always an evil team. Uh, We meet Team Iceland and we know they're evil because they wear all black and they're all blonde they look like uh they look like Nazis you know like they, they look like the superior race so that's how we know that they're evil uh I don't know if uh they knew this while they were writing this movie but Greenland is the country with the ice and Iceland is uh the country with the grass so um I think they kind of explained that in the movie. I think they threw that in. I was like, oh, I was like... They were kind of like... because I was like... I think they had them fight... I think they had them play Team Iceland because they thought that Iceland was the, was the, the country with the ice. <laughs> you know, like, and they had to fix that. But, uh, like, Gordon... Gordon is, you know, Gordon Bombay. Gordon Bombay is just such a pussy magnet because... He starts falling for the trainer of the Iceland team. You know, and they start they start dating for a little bit. Uh, the coach of the Iceland team is just... He's just straight up a Bond villain. Like, he wears all black. He, he has a slick back ponytail. He, like, he speaks in a menacing tone. Like, I was like, this dude... Like, like you know, he's never like, "Hey, how you doing, guy? How you doing?" You know, like he's just everything he says, everything he says, he speaks like this, you know. Like the only thing that's missing is like the word "bad guy" tattooed across his forehead. He was like, it just like just have "I'm evil" across his forehead. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's the only thing that's that's the only thing that's missing from this guy. Uh, Gordon's lo- loyalty is questioned when, like, two of the kids, it's, um, uh, uh, what's the two kids? I forgot to, uh, Dean and, um, what's my man's name? He's from the first one. Fulton. Dean and Fulton. Uh, they catch him on a date with, uh, the Iceland trainer. So, like, they kind of question his loyalty to the team. Uh, so the Ducks finally face off against Team Iceland and they get their asses whooped. Like, they get whooped because like you know you know this you know the story of a sports movie you know the premise of sports movies like it wouldn't be a movie if the team didn't face adversity so like they gotta fight they gotta fight this team this team has gotta whoop their ass so they could come back and beat them uh the team is so evil like one of the players like they break they break uh banks's arm like banks is the blonde kid like, because, like, he was the only one that scored, because Banks is, like, the best player on the team, you know, it's Banks and it's, uh, Fulton, Banks and Fulton are, like, the, uh, out of the originals, Banks and Fulton are the best players on the damn team, uh, but Banks, uh, he, he, he scores, he scores a goal, and, like, one of the, the Iceland kids came, come over and breaks his goddamn arm with his hockey stick, I was, like, oh, like, wow, you really, you're really putting on the evil, like, you, you guys are really goddamn evil. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, yeah, that happens. And then, like, uh, Gordon starts becoming, like, an asshole to the kids because he doesn't want to lose his sponsorship. The guy that uh, runs Team USA is talking about if they lose, like, he's going to lose his sponsorship. Like, he's not going to get paid. Because, like, Gordon's getting paid a lot of money to coach this team. He getting paid a lot of money. He's getting paid a lot in, in uh, endorsement deals and sponsorship. And the, um, the, the, the owner of the team is just pretty much telling him, he was like, if you lose, you're going to lose all of that. So Gordon just starts just becoming like a tyrant to the kids, like having them like do two a days and just running, running these kids ragged, you know? So, so like, it's just another, it's just another morality play for, uh, Gordon, you know, like that's what most of these movies are. Um, that's what uh, at least like two thirds of the Mighty Ducks movies are. <laughs> but I <laughs> uh, we'll talk about D three later when we get to it. Uh, so Kenan Thompson shows up and challenges the team to street hockey, which now that I now that I think about it, like I used to love this scene as a kid, but now that I think about it, i was like this is the stupidest thing ever. <laughs> Cause I'm like nobody nobody plays hockey in the hood. There's no hood hockey. It's just really far-fetched. You know, because, like, th- like, I think about it, I'm like, wait a minute. Kids in the hood don't play hockey. What the fuck? But, uh... <laughs> but, so, like, the hood kids make the Ducks better hockey players. Like, because they toughen them up. They make them a little bit more street smart. You know, like, it's like you know, the black kids got to make the white kids a little bit more street smart. You know, all this bullshit. But um, Gordon finds his way again and he becomes a better person again. And he apologizes to the Ducks for being an asshole. Uh, and then the Ducks beat Iceland. You know, they, 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 they find themselves and they're just like they got this whole like segment where like all the Ducks are, are saying their names and where they're from. And they're just like, "Hey, I'm from I'm from Minneapolis, Minnesota. I'm from Chicago, Illinois. I'm from Miami, Florida, and I'm from Texas, and you know, all this shit." And you know, <laughs> and, and so like they they, they 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 find their confidence again, and they get back in the Mighty Duck uniforms. They're like, "Get out!" Because the, they wear Team USA uniforms, but towards the end, they're just like, "Hey." Let's get back in the Mighty Duck uniforms because that's who that's who we really are. We the Mighty Ducks. So they get in the duck uniforms. Uh, they they beat the Iceland team, and everybody lives happily ever after. Nothing. Uh There's really cause like there's really not much to this movie. <laughs> there, there really isn't. There really isn't much to this movie. Uh, the first movie was kind of like that too. It was a, it was a bit heavy. Like this one. This one's this one's a bit more lighthearted than the first one, because the first one's kind of, you look at the first one, the first one is kind of dark, you know, like, there's some dark shit going on in the first Mighty Ducks movie, uh, but this one's a little bit more lighthearted. like I said, it focuses more on the kids than Gordon, uh, but it, it, it's a real simple movie, it's a real simple movie, but it's still a fun movie, I enjoy the, uh, I enjoy the, 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 the banter between the kids, uh, Emilio Estevez is serviceable in his role as Gordon Bombay like I said the kids have a lot of charisma they have enough ki- a charisma to keep your attention like I said I love the banter back and forth and I love the chemistry between the kids when they're together um, even like Emilio Estevez has chemistry with the kids when he's around them you know like it's a lot of that it's a lot of that there's a lot of like like far-fetched sports stuff that happens in the movie. You know, it's not a bad movie. I recommend it. If you haven't seen D2 The Mighty Ducks, if you're a younger person and you haven't seen it, if you're an older person and you haven't seen it, I recommend it. Uh, I give it a 4 out of 5. Join me next week. Is next week February? I think think we're going into February. Uh, The next movie will be a surprise, everybody. Because I think I'm going into Black History Month. So... It's going to be a lot of black movies. So follow me if you want to. If you want to know, follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter. Uh, Instagram is I watched this as an adult. Eighty-five. Twitter. Uh, I uh, watched Pod. Is my Twitter. Uh, I will put up the the clue for the next movie on my social media, so, I'm gonna keep it a secret, until next time, peace.